0: And welcome to episode 83 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again on today's episode. The Bucks beat the Lakers. Giannis, five threes. For the Greek freak last night, the Rockets beat the Clippers. Gonna give you those latest MLB trade rumors and then some NBA trades I think could take teams over the top in the association. All that and much more here on episode 83 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast these days. And then head over to YouTube and give me all your takes right down below in the comments section. Got some comments about the Mookie Betts trade from Jason Lee. No, they should trade players we don't need to take on payroll the Red Sox don't want. David Price is still capable of pitching, so it isn't a wasted contract as long as we don't give them Verdugo. So head over to YouTube, give me all your takes. We got a jam-packed show for you guys. Lots to get into. So let's get right into it. It's showtime. Are you ready? What do you do, baby? Baby, baby. Let's get it on. And we're going to start with the freak show last night in Milwaukee. Giannis Antetokounmpo went off again last night, this time against the Los Angeles Lakers and the most anticipated matchup of the season. A finals preview, two teams, 24-4, coming into last night's game, and the Bucs get it done 111 to 104, and Giannis Antetokounmpo was spectacular. 34 points, 11 rebounds, seven assists. But it's what Giannis was doing last night from downtown Milwaukee that was the story. Five for eight for Giannis Antetokounmpo from beyond the arc. He was looking like Giannis Curry last night from deep, and he had five three-pointers. He crowned himself after one of those threes, and I'm telling you, if he's really hitting these threes with regularity and he can consistently be a threat out there, he doesn't even need to shoot 40% or 35%. If he can just be a threat out there, he's already unguardable. Well, now he has the sixth infinity stone Not touching the Greek freak anymore, but all the talk was about him crowning himself after one of his threes. Check this out. Four, Three. Wow. wow. I and mean, you got Giannis out here looking like he's Ray Allen. Now it was only a couple days ago Giannis was calling LeBron an alien. But he's LeBron James, you know, he's different, he's an alien, so I don't know, Giannis. Did you call LeBron an alien? Maybe because you're an alien yourself. So you know what aliens are like, right? Because guys should not be able to shoot like that. Giannis should not be able to have a three-pointer. That is just not fair. Look, Giannis's hand size, twelve inches. That's almost three inches more than LeBron James. And he's figuring out a way to shoot these threes. And just look at Giannis Antetokounmpo this year. He's beating Kawhi. He's beating Paul George. He's beating James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, LeBron James. Look, the Lakers have two superstars, LeBron and Anthony Davis. Last night, Giannis looked like two superstars rolled into one. Giannis had more points in the first half than AD and LeBron combined. And if you're the Lakers, look, you were in that game despite having Four bench points. Four points from the Lakers bench last night. That's not getting it done. The Lakers are not title contenders. if They're only getting four points from their bench. Yes, Kyle Kuzma and Avery Bradley are out, but they have to find a way to get some more bench production. Anthony Davis last night, 36 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 blocks, 1 steal. Did go 0 for 6 from 3 and 11 of 25 on the night. And then LeBron, 8 for 19. 21 points, 11 assists, and 12 rebounds, but two costly turnovers towards the end there, and the Lakers really had a chance to steal that at the end, and LeBron, the Lakers, he talked about it after the game. LeBron just said, hey, you gotta tip your hat to Giannis Antetokounmpo. LeBron, a career-high five threes for Giannis. When he's hitting those shots, how tough is he to defend like that? You know what that means? <laughs> it is. So is the Greek freak the new king? Look, LeBron James is always going to be the king. That's his nickname. MJ's the GOAT, LeBron's the king, but... If you want to crown him, then crown their ass! So no, Giannis does not have LeBron's crown as far as his career goes, but there is no question about it. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the NBA, and it's not even a question. There is no debate. This is not a barbershop topic anymore. The only debate you can have is who's the best player in the NBA other than Giannis Antetokounmpo, okay? He's the most dominant player since Shaquille O'Neal, and after last night, Giannis has scored 25-plus points on 50% shooting or better in 13 straight games games. 25 on 50% shooting in 13 straight games. The only other player to accomplish this since the start of the 1976 and 1977 season was, wait for it, the big diesel, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq had 13 straight games where he shot over 50% and scored over 25 points from January 7th to February 20th, 2001. And then last night, Giannis flashed that three pointer. Can you imagine if Steph Curry grew about nine inches and was able to dunk from the free throw line? Because, hey, that could be happening for Giannis and to the Kumpo. And here's the Greek freak after the game. Five threes for you. Can we put the shooting questions to rest? No, I'm, I'm gonna keep shooting. I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know, it doesn't matter if I me. One, two. See you Costa? Uh, five. Uh, I just want to be better. I want to keep getting better, and uh, be working on uh, you know my game. And you know, there's gonna be some nights that I'm gonna make zero. There's gonna be some nights I'm gonna make five. But I gotta keep shooting because that's what my team wants me to do. So just look at Giannis there, man. You know he only wears that Nike Tech fleece. He doesn't wear suits. He doesn't dress up. You know why? Because it's all about the game for Giannis and to the Kumpo. Look, he takes a two-hour and forty-five-minute nap before every game. But, hey, we're not sleeping on the Bucks this year. The Bucs, they're number one in the NBA in defensive rating. They're number two in offensive rating at 114.3. But I do think the Bucs could benefit from one more trade. I do think if I'm the Bucks, I would consider that Chris Paul trade because you get another shot maker in the clutch. I think this Bucks team wins the NBA Finals. I don't think as they're constructed right now, relying on Giannis every single game, I don't think they'll win the title this year but they're one trade away from pretty much guaranteeing an NBA title for the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis is spectacular. He's outstanding. He just turned 25 years old on December 6th. LeBron won his first championship at 27. MJ won his first championship at 27. Giannis could do it before them. And who knows, one of these days that Mount Rushmore could have a cap, a king, a goat, and a freak. All right, here, let me turn this on really quick. There we go. Uh, there we go. Fire up that hot stove. Tons of MLB rumors, free agents, trades that could go down over the weekend. But we're gonna start with Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson, he could be signing this weekend with either Washington Nationals or Do not count out the Minnesota Twins. The Twins, they're in the mix, and both deals are in the neighborhood of four years, $100 million. Now the Braves and the Dodgers, they're interested in Donaldson, but not for that price. So Donaldson, he's 34 years of age. Last year he hit 259, 37 bombs, 94 RBIs, 96 runs. And last year he was in the mix to win Comeback Player of the Year. So you remember he had that shoulder injury, comes back last year, hits 37 home runs. And I think the Washington Nationals, for $100 million, you lost Anthony Rendon to the Angels. I think you bring him in there. He's 34 years old. They only have a couple years left with Scherzer, with Strasburg, with Corbin. I think that's a great fit for the Nationals. And if you're the Twins, the Twins hit more home runs than any team in Major League Baseball last year. 307 home runs. For Minnesota. So you add him to that mix and you make that lineup even more potent. But well, I just want to know what is Josh Donaldson gonna buy his mom when he signs that contract because he just gave his mom a Maserati for quitting smoking. Ah! Oh my god! Now, I'll even smoke, but hey, I'll develop a smoking habit, and then I'll quit if you're going to buy me a Maserati like that. But no, Josh Donaldson, I think that he really fits anywhere, but he's going to go with whoever gives him the most money, whoever gives him the most years, and that's just how it's going to be. And if you're the Twins, look, the biggest deal the Twins have ever signed, it was for Irvin Santana, and that was for $54 million, so I think he ends up in Washington. I think the Nationals, they're hot on trying to go to another World Series, and I think that he ends up with the Nat. And then the other big rumor this weekend is that the Francisco Lindor trade could go down as... As early as this weekend, Francisco Lindor could be moved this weekend and the Indians are telling clubs interested in trading for Lindor that they want each team's best and final offers so they can make an assessment over the weekend. The request by the Indians does not make a trade of Lindor certain, but clearly the Indians are seriously considering moving their four-time All-Star shortstop, who's under club control, for two more seasons and projected to earn $16.7 million in arbitration in 2020. According to Ken Rosenthal, one executive told Rosenthal, I do think the Indians are trying to bring things to a rapid conclusion. I'm not sure why they want to impose an artificial deadline when they may get a much better deal in January once teams have a clearer picture of what options they have. So he also will go on to say that the Cincinnati Reds have now entered the mix. So you got the Reds, you got the Padres, you got the Dodgers. The Mets were in the mix for a while, but they backed off. They think, hey, the price for Lindor is too high, too much prospect capital to get Lindor's services. And then also in 2021, he's projected to make $25 million in arbitration. So... One thing I want to say is Larry Dolan, the owner of the Cleveland Indians, what are you doing? Look, he bought the Indians for $323 million in 2000. He's worth $5.5 million. Billion dollars with a capital B and he's selling off his whole entire team. Look, he gave away Kluber for nothing. They were a game away from winning the World Series in 2016. They were a heartbreak in 2017. I don't understand why Cleveland just does not spend more money. And right now there's certain teams in baseball that would just rather trade away teams and get prospects than really try to win now. And if I'm the Indians and I'm the Indians fans, I would not want to see him go to the Cincinnati Reds. Because look, the Reds, I think, should definitely make that move. The Reds are apparently in the mix for Francisco Lindor. Their division is wide open. And then you have the San Diego Padres. The Padres are in the mix. What they could do with Tatis Jr., they could move him to the outfield. He's very versatile. Then there's the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, the Dodgers, it's been well reported that the Dodgers do not want to include Gavin Lux, or Dustin May in any trade that includes Francisco Lindor, but in my opinion, if it's for Mike Clevenger and Lindor, I think you strongly consider that move, but let's say they're not gonna include them. Let's say it's for Corey Seager, some other prospects, maybe Jock Peterson, I think you make that move. I think that's a no-brainer move for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and it's clear right now that the Dodgers are going to make a trade, whether it's Mookie Betts, whether it's Francisco Lindor, And if you're the Dodgers and you're in a position to get Francisco Lindor, in the words of the great Shia LaBeouf... Do it! Just do it! And then the other rumor that's really swirling right now is Nolan Arenado. The Rockies' third baseman, he could be on the move this offseason, and their GM pretty much all but confirmed they're serious about dealing him. Their general manager, Jeff Bridich, was quoted in The Athletic as saying, look, this is the time of year where those conversations happen. This is the time of year where we at least listen to teams and go, okay, well, should we try to investigate and put something together? We have people to do those sorts of things. I can't sit here and say, no, never, ever. Some of this stuff started back at the trade deadline, and it's kind of ongoing. So they're basically saying, hey, we're willing to move Nolan Arenado and then also it was reported by Patrick Saunders of the Denver Post that they're really just doing their diligence at this point with Arenado. So it doesn't seem like they're as aggressive with moving him as the Indians are of moving Francisco Lindor or the Red Sox are for moving Mookie Betts. But the one thing you have to say about Nolan Arenado is you got to beware of those home road splits. Buyer beware of those home road splits. At home, he's phenomenal. He slashes 324, 380, 615 with an OPS of 995 away outside of Coors Field. He hits 265, 323, 476, and 799. So to me, that would really be a non-starter. If you look at his deal, over $200 million, I want to see him prove that he can be more consistent home and away before I'd be willing to commit so many years to Nolan Arenado, but the team that is most interested in him is the Texas Rangers. So the Texas Rangers, they miss out on Anthony Rendon. They make that trade for Corey Kluber. They're clearly trying to win now in their new stadium, and they look like they're front runners to get Nolan Arenado. You could see teams like the Cardinals, Phillies, even the Dodgers, seem like the Dodgers, are attached to every trade rumor these days. But hey, this off season, you're gonna see Francisco Lindor, Mookie Betts, and Nolan Arenado all changed teams. It's an exciting offseason in Major League Baseball. But before we wrap, I want to hit you with the Get More Sports Fact of the Day. Giannis Anthony a career high five three pointers, last out against the Lakers on February 22, 2016. Giannis recorded his first triple double against the Lakers with 27, 12, and 10. Giannis' hand size, 12 inches. That's three inches more than LeBron James's hands. Was the number 15 pick in the draft. He also grew two inches since entering the NBA. Averaged only 6.8 points per game his rookie season. And he's on his way to winning back-to-back MVPs. But that is going to do it for episode 83 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts these days. Head over to YouTube. Give me all your takes right down below in the comments section. Have a great rest of your week. See you guys Monday, and I'm out.